Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Anchor Room. All right, guys. Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Anchor Room. I am so honored to have here the one and the only Jennifer Moss. Hey, Jennifer, say hello. Hi, guys. Awesome. How are you doing, Jennifer? How's it been for you? I'm doing well. Is it kind of tripping you out that I'm calling you Jennifer right now? Yeah, it feels like my mom in Rigo's <laughs> body, so that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> yes, for those of you that don't know, Jennifer actually goes by Jen here on staff. And hey, a few facts about Jen, Jennifer Moss. <laughs> um, her top three favorite dishes at Chim slash mm-hmm. Thai cuisine are boat noodle soup, yes. pho, and Patsy Ew. Yes. So tell us about your favorite dishes at these amazing, these two amazing Thai places in town. You want me to like expand on what those are? Yeah, sure. Okay. I'm not going to do a great job. So if anyone's <laughs> listening, like look these up on the internet, they'll <laughs> give you a better description. But boat noodle soup is kind of like pho, but mm. it's got a like darker broth. Yes, it does. And is that blood? Like that's what I've been told, but I don't know if that's true. I'm not sure. To be honest, but it's good. It's so good. I would highly recommend it. Um, Yeah, so that's my favorite. It's just kind of, it's like a new comfort food for me. Okay, yeah. I grew up on like really bland food, but when I discovered Thai food, I was like, this is where it's at. And like Vietnamese food. So do you like it spicy or? No, Rico. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) You know me better than that. I don't like it spicy. (laughs) I just want the like basic thing. But it has a lot of flavor, I think. Yes, it does. No, it's got a lot of like crunchy too it's got a little bit of the crunchy part but then the yeah. noodles as well and yes. you know it is such it's also one of my favorite dishes of these two restaurants so by the way if any of you guys are looking for a great thai place yes. in town thai cuisine if you know anything about me i love food you know so i always find a, a way to talk about food yes. but Hey, if you want to show Jen some appreciation for her hard work preaching <laughs> this past Monday, she is accepting gift cards for oh. Chim and Thai Cuisine wow. in her name. So, Shameless hey, plug. hook a wow. sister up. Yeah. You like that, Jen? That was just for you right there. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, as I mentioned, uh, yeah, we are excited to have another episode here of um, The Anchor Room. And Jen actually spoke this past Monday to our fellowship about the topic of prayer and and what we see in Revelation 8. And first of all, yeah, I just want to say thank you, Jen, for for preaching and doing that so well and and the hard work you put into preparing your message. I was really thankful for uh, your words and and the way you shared vulnerably um, even. Um, But, yeah, I just want to take a few time to uh, a few a few uh, minutes to unpack um, some thoughts you shared Um, that I thought would be worth elaborating on and just hearing a little bit of your personal journey and hearing a little bit more of how you've grown in this topic. Um, So yeah, first of all, you mentioned this point about how the kingdom of God is being established uh, through the prayers of God's people. Mm -hmm. And so we even see in Revelation 8 this powerful image of how uh, the people's prayers are in the throne room of heaven as mm-hmm. incense, and then uh, they are sent back down to mm-hmm. earth, and we see actionable things happening. Yeah. Um, 
So, you know, we're going through a lot of stuff right now as a global society, as a country. Uh, Well, you know, (laughs) a a few things are like maybe not eating your boat noodle soup indoors as (laughs) (laughs) you you would like to or, Uh you know, but in all seriousness, yeah, like, um, yeah, we're dealing with the global pandemic and Mm -hmm. the fallout that that has on us, stress, anxiety, Mm -hmm. financial instabilities or uncertainties. Yeah. And so my question to you, Jen, is from your perspective, um, yeah, why do you think that prayer is so important in this season uh, as as a society for us right now? Yeah. So I think something that I saw a lot this summer, um, was talking about how the church should be leading the way that we should be leading the way for society in general. So as I think about a Christian fellowship, as I think about Christians at UVA, um, smart people, smart students, and as we're engaging with the world, um, I think part of us being smart is knowing that we can't do everything, Mm. um, that we are, we're not really actually providing the answers. Yeah. Um, and as, yeah, I was reading for this sermon and kind of preparing, I just had a sense of like what foolishness it is that we mm. think that we have the answers to all right. of these things. Yeah. And so um, that prayer really is the answer that if we mm-hmm. believe that we can be with God who created the earth, who is bringing his kingdom back, if we believe he has all the answers, then we should hit him up. We should mm-hmm. ask him for some answers. Yeah, definitely. No, that's really good. And I, and I think I know for my, for myself, yeah, like I, I'm very well in touch with my limits as a human yeah. being. And, and I know I don't have all the answers or even the best ideas when it comes to dealing with, you know, day-to-day life. And mm-hmm. then you get thrown into the mix of, of such big world topics, you know, like a mm-hmm. pandemic and, or wars maybe, or, or, or other traumatic events that we experience as humans. And, mm-hmm. and yeah, I think it's a beautiful reminder that we should turn our attention you know, to God because our prayers are important. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, another, another point that you mentioned was talking about, um, or calling us to consider how prayer has shaped our histories. Mm-hmm. You know? yeah. And I'd love to just have you elaborate a little more about how prayer has shaped your history. And I know you mm-hmm. shared a little bit about, you know, your journey through your family. But yeah, um, I would love to maybe give you some space to share a little bit more on how prayer has shaped your history. Yeah. So podcasts are weird, you guys. It's like <laughs> a it's a quiz like happening live. It's like a yeah. What is that? Like an oral exam? How, like in how Spanish much do, class? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I always ace those, surprisingly. I, wow. That's awesome. <laughs> I did not. One of my professors was surprised one time when I did well in one. Oh, he was like, wow. I didn't know you knew. <laughs> um, yeah. So I think when I think about prayer, um, I can kind of go back to high school. So mm-hmm. I, well, middle school, really, I played soccer and Um, My parents worked full-time jobs, and Mm -hmm. so we needed help getting me to games and stuff. And so um, I met with, or I had friends on the team whose families were Christians, and Mm -hmm. they would take me to games. They just kind of, like, took me in under their wing, and Mm -hmm. I would just kind of live life with them. And I saw them pray. I remember riding um, down a road. We were, the car probably smelled terrible. There's like six kids in there that have just played a soccer game. We rolled the windows down and um, the mom was just playing worship music. And Mm. I just remember like, they have hope in something. Mm. Um, And so I remember, yeah, kind of from middle and high school, those friends. And I just believe that those parents were praying for us as the kids and kids' friends. Mm, Yeah. and so even starting to go to Bible studies in high school with some of those right. parents. So, 
Yeah, I think from there. And then I shared some of last night, uh, just knowing that my small group leaders were praying for me mm-hmm. before I ever got to college. And I just know that's true for a lot of the people that are listening. I know that's true of people that have gotten involved in core groups. Yeah. Um, and just to think that we as a staff, that we pray for students that are coming in. And mm-hmm. so I'm like, I think my life is a product of prayer. I think mm-hmm. it's a product of a lot of prayers that I don't know. Wow, yeah, A lot of right? people I don't know, yeah. um, which is kind of humbling. Yeah, that's such a good point, right? That sometimes like we don't even realize like that we're actually probably the answer to somebody's prayer Mm. or something that we experience can be a a result of a prayer that somebody prayed for us that we may not even know yeah um i even love the way that you shared how when you were going through the difficult uh time with your dad's health Mm. that you had friends that would text you verses Mm. Mm -hmm. um, Can you talk to us about the importance of maybe sharing with our friends, how important it is to like share with them that, Hey, we're praying for you. And I felt like the Lord put this verse on my heart Mm -hmm. or I prayed this verse for your life today. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit about that. Definitely. Yeah. I don't know if any of you have experienced this in Christian community, but I think the longer that I'm in a Christian community, I think maybe I'd don't have anything to offer necessarily because I see that the people around me are smart, that they know the Bible. Um, mm. And something that we say is that timely scripture is timeless and it's also timely. And so I think as I experienced mm. um, my dad's death, that I was not able to recall that scripture for myself, that mm. I was not able to, I didn't have the strength to do that. And so yeah, it was just yeah. really simple verses and timely reminders. And I think that's what we get to offer to one another in Christian community. Yeah. It's just an encouragement when, you know, we just have all, day, all have days where we're, yeah. we don't have that hope ourselves. Right. So what would you say to someone right now who knows somebody who's going through something difficult? Like maybe you were. Yeah. 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 What would you say to them? Yeah. I would say like, you can be an encouragement. Like mm-hmm. you can, you can be bold and you can share something that has been encouraging to you. Even if you've never been through it before specifically, Mm -hmm. I think you still have something to offer. I think we often shy away from other people's pain because we're like, well, I've never been there before. I don't know what that's like, but I think we know what pain feels like and Mm -hmm. we can offer what we do have. Yeah. That's such a good point. And I think sometimes, yeah, we might let that lack of experience kind of keep us from engaging or or enter into somebody's pain or their suffering and how valuable it is for us to just say, Hey, you know, like I don't have all the answers, but I'm here for you. Um, and I'm listening. I'm also praying for you. Yeah. And sometimes I know I've even felt like maybe just even saying that, Hey, I'm praying for you. Mm -hmm. It's just such like a superficial, Mm. you know, like thing to tell somebody going Mm -hmm. through something difficult yeah but you know what i found is that when i say that to somebody or text it to someone you Mm -hmm. know i've never gotten a response like hey how dare you say that to me yeah you know (laughs) yeah you know i'm not i'm not gonna pretend like i know what's going on internally but Mm -hmm. what i'm saying is that i think there's always a gratitude that at yeah. least somebody's willing to yeah, definitely. go to the throne room of heaven mm-hmm. and offer up this incense to mm-hmm. God. And I mm-hmm. love that image of, yeah. right, like our prayers being this incense that mm-hmm. fills the throne room mm-hmm. and and it's this aroma to mm-hmm. God. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, turning it back to scripture yeah. and 
and some of the images that you discussed about yeah are there are there any other um points or, or other details that maybe you you wish you would have shared a little more um or or maybe you wanted to share more and you didn't have enough time yeah just yeah would love to hear more biblical perspectives from you yeah, so something we talked about last night was kind of from Genesis to Revelation. We see people praying and God responding, mm-hmm. um, and we kind of skipped this whole era of Jesus being on the earth and talking yeah. with people. Um, and so, yeah, one of the examples that came to mind was um, the persistent widow mm-hmm. from Luke 18. And mm-hmm. so if I could just talk about that for a minute, I think it's an example of yeah, prayer. Yeah, go for it. Yeah. So I'll read you guys... Um, part of that. So Jesus is talking to his disciples and he, he's telling them like, this is a parable. Um, and it's because they should always pray and not give up. And so he said, in a certain town, there was a judge who neither feared God nor cared what people thought. And there was a widow in that town who kept coming to him with the plea, grant me justice against my adversary. For some time he refused, but finally he said to himself, even though I don't fear God or care what people think, Yet because this widow keeps bothering me, I will see that she gets justice so that she won't eventually come and attack me. And the Lord said, listen to what the unjust judge says, and will not God bring about justice for his chosen ones who cry out to him day and night? Will he keep putting them off? Mm. I tell you, he will see that they get justice and quickly. And so this is a contrast, right? Like this is talking about this judge that does not fear God. Mm -hmm. He doesn't care Mm -hmm. what other people think. Um, But he gives the widow what she needs, what she's asking for. And Jesus tells us that God is going to do even that much more. Like God Mm -hmm. does care about us and he's going to do that much more. And I think what's just really interesting about this story is she is in such a powerless position. She's Mm -hmm. a widow. She is like on the outskirts of society and doesn't have power. Yeah. And then she knows somebody that does have power mm-hmm, and it's mm-hmm. that judge. And so she continues to ask in that direction. Right. And so similarly, when we feel so powerless, we know mm-hmm. that God has power. And I just, I think it's just a helpful image that she keeps going back because she doesn't know who else yeah. to go to. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I think that's a helpful right. one to and, think of. And, and again, I think the emphasis here is on the persistence of prayer, yeah. which I think maybe sometimes, sometimes in our current culture, we've lost a little bit of sight of that persistence mm, Yeah, because, you know, we're so used to mm. instant gratification That's these so true. days, right? You know, we, we're, we have so many technological advances that allow us to do things in an instant. Mm-hmm. You know, you can order fast food now, mm-hmm. uh, isn't fast enough so we can mm-hmm. have it delivered to our yes. house now, yep. you know, which is kind of crazy to think about. You have two day or, you know, one day overnight delivery Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and, you know, all these other things. And so I think in a lot of ways, Mm -hmm. maybe our, we need to get back in touch with this practice of persistence. Yeah, definitely. um, Especially in prayer. Yeah. So why do you think that's valuable? Oh gosh. Well, I think (laughs) you said everything. I think that's so true. Um, Yeah. I mean, I think that we just can't, we can't give up. Uh, we've got to continue. I think hard things are hard, and but they're going to be worth it in the mm-hmm. end. And so if we're being faithful to prayer, yeah, we're just not going to see things change overnight. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. We might not see things change after years, but if we continue to be faithful, what a testament it is when yeah. we see an answer, what a testament right. it is to the faithfulness of those prayers, whether we see an answer on this side of heaven or not. 
Um, yeah. I don't know. It's a good question. Yeah. No, I think, yeah, I think you've said, you've said it well too, that, you know, we should, we should pray and not give up again. The, yeah. the premise of this parable that you just yeah. read that Jesus used to teach his disciples mm-hmm. that, um, there is something to that prayer does within us as True. we come to this throne room, so yeah. to speak, and we consistently come. And, and I know what I've found mm-hmm. in my life when I've been, when I've been a prayer warrior on behalf of a friend mm-hmm. that's going through something difficult is that their struggles and their burdens mm-hmm. become my burdens. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and mm-hmm. so I'm not coming on the, to the throne room on behalf of myself, but mm-hmm. I'm coming to the throne room on behalf of my brother, my sister, mm-hmm. and sharing the weight of that and, and just fighting for, for yeah. them in that way. And I think that's such a, another beautiful image that, mm-hmm. that we see here um, of the throne room in, in terms of, of prayer. Um, and so, yeah, I love this... Uh, the scripture you shared by Eugene Peterson that prayer is not mystical is not, is not mystical escape but it mm-hmm. is historical engagement. Yes, you know? and so, yeah, yeah. And so just going back to that, yeah, that idea of you know, um, how can we be these people who pray? Mm-hmm. How can we as a community be a people who pray mm-hmm. in the midst of our historical circumstances? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what do you think about that? Yeah, I just I think as Christians we're not asked to be in isolation. Like we're not Mm -hmm. supposed to like shield. I don't know. I'm using my hands. You guys can't (laughs) see that, but I don't know. We're not supposed to like, um, shield back. What is sure? Uh, Yeah. Okay. Um, and so if we're going to be engaging with people, engaging with the world, we just have to believe that our prayers make a difference mm -hmm. in the world and that we're going to engage with real life things that we're not just praying, yeah, we're not just praying for things that we can't see, but we're praying for what yeah. is right in front of us and what's not right in yeah, front of us. Right. So, that, yeah, I love that quote. That yeah. that prayer will cause like these earthquakes, like yeah, like yeah. we see, you know, like it will quake. Yeah, like it that it will cause something actionable to happen, and, yeah. and we see this, you know, in so many instances in scripture as well. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Moses prays and something happened. Yeah. Paul tells the churches that as they prayed, mm-hmm. you know, God answered prayers mm-hmm. along his missionary journeys. Yeah. Um, and you know what I'm, what I'm hearing you say and correct me if I'm wrong, but prayer is the work. Too. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. You know, sometimes yeah. we, we get caught up thinking that, that the work is the things we do physically, mm-hmm. you know, or the time that we serve at church mm-hmm. or when we go on a mission trip or when mm-hmm. we give towards missions and ministries. Yeah. But, Work is also prayer. Absolutely. Yeah. And and that's so important and valuable for us to know that mm-hmm. that the prayers that that arise into the throne room of heaven have mm-hmm. an actionable response. Yes, yeah. Um in God's plan for history and, yeah. and things like that. And I think that goes back to your earlier point that when we don't see action and we don't have that immediate satisfaction. Mm, yeah we're quick to give up and to think that those are being added up, that those one day will return to earth. Um, we just have to have a longer view. I think we have to have like a, yeah, a greater view of what is to come. So have you ever tired of praying? Uh, yeah. Have you Rigo? (laughs) Absolutely not. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I've asked for something, you know, every day for years and I'm like, God, are you listening? Yeah. Are you up right. there? Yeah. Yeah. No, it, it, it can definitely get tiring. I think that's, yeah, human mm-hmm. nature. Yeah. And, and I, I just asked that question too, because, 
yeah, we've all been there. Yeah. You know, like I have been tired of praying for the same thing. Yeah, absolutely. There have been times where like I've entered that throne room mad, to be honest. Like I'm angry. I'm like, why am I here again asking Mm -hmm. for the same thing Mm -hmm. again? Mm -hmm. And, um, and you know, like a lot of times, like it's just an act of obedience Mm -hmm. more than an act of will. Mm -hmm. But I do feel like I come out of that throne room feeling better for it, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and you asked like, why would you continue to pray? And I think that, yeah, that relationship side with God, that when we're yeah. praying, we are communing with mm-hmm. the creator of the heavens yeah, and earth definitely. and we have the opportunity to do that. And so mm-hmm. even as I was thinking about, I asked you guys last night, um, to pray for 12 minutes a day, mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. until Thanksgiving. And so as I was thinking about that, I'm like, even if you see not a single prayer answered, like mm-hmm. to have been with God for seven hours over the next like mm. seven weeks. Um, I just think will be so worthwhile to your spirit. Mm. Um, yeah, I just yeah. think it's worth it. No, thank you for challenging us all with that um, call to prayer. I think it's very important that we don't lose sight of that, especially in the midst of the historical events that we're going through. Right, definitely. You know, yeah. Right now. I think we'll it's see so an valuable. election season during uh, yeah. that prayer. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. And so we're all going through things right now that, you know, we need to be in prayer for. Mm-hmm. And so I think um, that's valuable. Yeah. So, Jen, do you have any uh, resources that you would like to share with our community uh, about prayer? Any resources that have helped you in your journey to understand this? Yeah. So um, some of the things that I quoted last night were from Gordon Fee and Eugene Peterson. And I think those are good theologians to head to, but a podcast that I would recommend is what you guys are actually listening to for fall retreat, which is going to be Ruth Haley Barton. Um, and she's got, she has a podcast. I can't remember if it's the name of the podcast or the book, strengthening the soul of your leadership. But, um, I just think she has expanded for me a little bit what prayer can be, um, when I have kind of come to the end of myself and the, um, methods that I've known or things like that, just to expand a little bit what it means to be with God. And so mm. when I said I didn't want to overprescribe last night, that kind of came from her. I'm like, there are so many different ways to talk to God. And so I would encourage checking her out. Yeah, that's awesome. Thanks for suggesting that one. I will also piggyback you on Great. Eugene Peterson. Okay. Actually, an amazing book by him that okay. I read about two years ago is A Long Obedience in the Same Direction. Ooh. And here, look, check this out. This is pretty cool. The subtitle of the book is Discipleship in an Instant Society. Ooh, very nice. He he was very well in touch. Uh Um, For those of you that have never read this, this is like a devotional journey through Mm -hmm. the Psalms of Ascent or the Songs of Ascent within the Psalms. Mm -hmm. And so it is just a very awesome uh, devotional in-depth book that I think could definitely help you in your devotional walk as you... Uh, engage in the prayer. So I'll do this. I'll do this challenge. Anyone who uh, emails me will, with their choice of either Haley Ruth Barton's book Uh or Eugene Peterson's, the first two will get either one of them uh, of your choice. How do you like that, Jen? That's really nice. What's your email, Rigo? My email is rigo at xa at uva.com. Rigo, R-I-G-O 
at xa at uva.com. Yes. So just uh, showing a little appreciation and, and resourcing you guys for listening and, uh, you know, helping us have fun through this podcast. Well, Jen, hey, thanks for chatting with us. Thanks yeah. for your hard work. We're so glad to have you here on staff. And um, yeah, I'm just thankful for what you shared on Monday. And I'm excited about this prayer journey that uh, we are all continuing on in our fellowship. Thanks, Rigo. Awesome. Well, take care, guys. We will see you out there. Uh, have a great week and peace out. Peace <laughs> out.